Welcome to Dhamma Words Podcast. My name is Carl Clark, Physician Associate, bringing you over 20 years of medical aesthetic information to your doorsteps, right into your ears, through your brain, and hopefully you're able to use it and apply it to your life. Let's look at the nose. We're talking about non-invasive nose jobs. So you know me. I like to talk about what I do. I'd like to talk about what I do best. But more importantly, I want you to make the right decision because you're spending your hard-earned money. Don't let it go in vain. Why is my nose changing? Why am I getting hooks on my nose and depressions and shadows? Why is my nose changing? Or... I had a nose job at 18, my nose looks great. Now I'm 32 and I don't know, it's not the same. Or my nose seems to be getting smaller and pointier. What's that about? Or why are there two little balls or hooks on the tip of my nose? Why is there linear depression in the center of my nose? Why am I getting my mother's nose, my father's nose? Why is my nose widening? The nose changes with time. And as always, I will always say, there's a genetic component to what you will look like today, tomorrow, and further on. But we don't have to be imprisoned by that. We can change that. Aesthetic medicine is not about age looking younger. Aesthetic medicine is about what you have, what you don't want, and what you can change and making it all beautiful. That is aesthetic medicine. Forget about age. Let's talk about the nose now. Why is my nose changing? So we have, let's look at the structures of the nose. We have the, the skin, fat with blood vessels just below, muscle, cartilage, and bone. Then there's spaces into the sinus. The nose changed because primarily of the fat pads under the nose. Yes, there's fat. There's fat under the skin on, on the nose. And as the fat shrinks and drops, becomes thinner, then the skin on the nose starts to drape the structures of the nose. So you find many individuals, the top of the nose, it gets indented. Midsection on the side, you get a little hollow or depression or shadow. The nostrils tend to flare, get a little wider. The tip of the nose may get pointier, sharper, or it may look crooked. On one side, it may look higher and the other side lower. And there's a cleft in the center of the nose for some people. For many individuals, it's this angle that drops, or the tip of the nose drops. So many changes occur with the nose, and all of those changes can be fixed, altered, rejuvenated, modified, whatever fancy name you're looking for, everything can work for the nose to make it gorgeous. Again, so you don't always need surgery for the nose. Now here's my thing against surgery and the nose for individuals above, let's say, mid-third decade, 35. Once you've passed 35-ish, 
the blood vessels within the nose that supplies blood, it supplies oxygen, it supplies nutrients to the nose, keeps the nose healthy. Those blood vessels shrink, they get smaller. You lose some of that invigorating movement within the nose from the blood into the tissue. As that happens, any cutting on the nose you do, it's likely that the nose will not heal as well. Multiple surgeries on the nose is also not something you want to do because you're changing the structure and you're damaging some of the blood vessels within the nose after even one surgery. So we know individuals, say for example, the most popular Michael Jackson and him losing his nose. That was really because of the multiple surgeries on the nose, as far as I'm concerned. But also, depleting the blood supply to the nose can give detrimental uh, 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 results on the nose. So let's not look at surgery for now. Surgery is a great option for the younger nose, not for the older nose. So let's take a look at the other options for the nose. Again, we have toxin. Of course, botulinum toxin, Dysport, Botox, Javo, and Xeomin. I must mention those four because they're the four available in the U.S. market. Outside of the U.S., in other countries, there's probably over 15 or 20 different toxins. But within this country, let's talk about the toxins here, Botox, Dysport, Javo, and Xeomin. And those products can be used to soften, relax the muscles that may otherwise pull the nose down. Or create the bunny lines within the nose, which are these lines on the side of the nose when we grimace or smile. So those bunny lines can be soft and relaxed with the use of botulinum toxin. Well, what about other things? What about the shadows, the indentations, the structure of the nose? What about making the nose straighter? Of course, now this is going to be fillers. Now remember, I must premise all of these treatments with fillers and the nose and to say that doing the nose is one of the most difficult, not only difficult, but dangerous procedures that you can do on the face. Why is the nose dangerous? Well, there are blood vessels within the nose that communicate with blood vessels that goes to the eyes. And blindness is one sequela of nose jobs non-surgical. Not from surgical, but from non-surgical. So one argument for surgery is you don't have to think about the possibility of blindness. That's typically one in several million. So it's not a common thing. It doesn't happen a lot. But the probability is there. It's just like saying, well, the most dangerous surgical cosmetic procedure is Brazilian butt lift. Millions of people still do Brazilian butt lift, but it still happens to be one of the most dangerous procedures. So within the face, think of the face as the butt to some respect. The nose is the most dangerous filler procedure to do on the face. The possibility of blindness exists. It's not common, but it's there. Let's pass that. Now, filler on the nose can add volume to the nose. 
Filler on the nose can give you back a straighter nose above the bridge. Filler on the nose can tilt the tip back up. Filler on the nose can make your nose uniform. Filler on the nose can straighten your nose back. So filler on the nose can really give you an interesting, remarkable, youthful nose. Filler on the nose, now it depends on the technique that does that. Everything I speak about is based on the technique. Everything is technique. Technique is everything. If your injector doesn't lift cosmetics or medical aesthetics, then it's not necessarily the right injector for you. This is a specialty on its own and so much is required. So if your injector also does some other specialty, but sometimes they do Botox and fillers, that may not be the best individual for you. If you're looking for remarkable, sound, predictive, consistent, good results, you need a specialist. You need someone who only does this every single day, every single hour. Then you're going to the best, regardless of the price. Obviously, if it's too low, you can't do it. So, filler in the nose is going to make a huge difference for the youthfulness of your nose. The third option for the nose is threads. And if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts in the past, you'll find that I would always say there are different types of threads, and threads are just a tool. It depends on the injector. So threads use little tiny barbs that can pull. And depending on the technique that's used, you can take the nose and you can pull that nose all the way up. You can either create a ski slope or you can just make a downturn nose straighter with the use of threads. I use a double reverse hook technique where when I'm finished, you don't see the thread. You just see the effects of the treatment. Beautiful treatment. I don't believe anyone else does that. Uh, however, nose threads can last long as well if they're done appropriately. One of the most common negative reviews I find on nose with the use of threads is that it doesn't last. If you ever have a thread treatment that didn't last long, it's from a few things. The treatment that was done, the technique that was done, and the type of thread that was done. Your, sur your non-surgical thread lift on the nose should last you anywhere from one to two, even up to three years. That's years, that's not months. So if it's not lasting, do not return and have the same thing done every three to six months. It's a waste of money, it's a waste of time. So you must do your due diligence and research a nose job. Don't necessarily look for someone who has the most followers on Instagram. That means nothing. What means something is looking for the individual who understands and knows the anatomy of the nose, the structures of the nose, the aging of the nose, and who have years and years of experience working on the nose. That will always give you a better result. And if you're ever shopping for price, 
I can almost guarantee you will always fall short of having a good result or a long-lasting result. Let's take a look at different types of noses and some before and after results. Now, if you want more before and after results, just visit my Instagram page. It's in the link. You'll see what I'm talking about. Here we have one and two. Remarkable results. I mean, really, if, 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 if you are treating the nose, what you want to have is you want to have the ability to remove that hump. That hump gets worse over time. So if it's, if it's high in your teens and 20s, I guarantee you it will get or look higher. So using fillers, you can actually make it a little smoother. Now, not everyone wants a straight Romanesque nose. Not everyone wants a ski slope. But with the use of threads and some filler, you can get the ultimate nose that you want. Let's look at number two. Same scenario, we have this little fullness on the top and it bows down slightly, which gives him more of a slanted facial projection. It actually makes his mid-face appear longer with more projection. The straighter nose actually makes his appearance more uniform. So for me, I am not an injector who uses lines and numbers and angles and protractors and all of other types of equipment to get my results. I'm a sight injector, meaning what I see is what I fix. What I hear from my patient is what I incorporate into my treatment. Surgery uses numbers, protractors, lines. This is great for surgery. Non-surgery is not surgical procedures. And so non-surgical aesthetic medicine or non-surgical medical aesthetics is, in my opinion, its own medical specialty. Now, why do I like diamond, not only in my title as Diamond Works Med, Med Spa, Diamond Works Podcast, but I like diamond in general. Every diamond is unique. However, the facets, the angles on a diamond creates the beauty of that diamond or the gem. The nose have the same scenario. If you can find those unique facets and angles on a patient's nose and you can recreate what makes that nose perfect, by the use of threads, by the use of fillers, by the use of tossing, you can definitely create that diamond image that we're all looking for. I love to see a beautiful diamond on, on someone's ears or a beautiful diamond necklace, a beautiful diamond, anything. Who doesn't? So I want to create that image in your face. Because we're all beautiful. And sometimes some beautiful aspects are hidden or have dissipated slightly. I want to bring that out. Which means that when you look at yourself, you need to smile. You need to look at yourself and feel good about the way you look. In turn, you will treat yourself better. You will treat others better. Everything around you becomes a little brighter with the use of botulinum toxin, fillers, threads. I hope you find a lot of information helpful in this episode. 
always take a look at our links. We have multiple videos out. You can always reach me anytime, come for a consultation, or just listen to the podcast, listen to the audio cast. There's tons of stuff online to help you. If you are an injector and this helps as well, we do have a lot of training equipment and applications and links that you can get involved in and create the diamond look in your patient's eyes. So for now, farewell. I hope this information 